Hello, welcome to Driven to Sleep, the podcast that is hopefully meant to help commute you on your way to the land of Nod. Um, and I just uh, want to say hello and thank you to everyone for checking this podcast out and seeing what it's all about. If you've listened to some episodes before, if you've listened to all of them, that's awesome. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this is working for you. Uh, if you're a new listener, then thank you for checking this out. Thank you for giving it a go. Um, and then I hope I hope it's useful, and I hope it works, even just a little bit. Um, to all you new guys, what this. Um, what this podcast is basically about is uh, what it's for, what what its purpose is um, is that uh, its intended use is um, as you you can hear I'm driving hence driven to sleep so I, I thought well I can do this if I do this whilst I'm driving to and from work my daily commute, um, then on top of my super soothing gravelly voice, uh, you also have the sounds of the road noise and rain noise on certain days, obviously, uh, you have obviously what you heard back then, the indicator, um, which may or may not be soothing, um, but the idea is that I thought, well, you know, basically there's lots of other white noise kind of stuff going on, and we all know that white noise is is, is helpful if you're trying to get to sleep. So, uh, yeah, the idea the idea is that you can kind of turn the volume down so you can just hear a rumble and you can hear my voice. And you can sort of half listen to what I'm saying or not listen at all and just let it be noise in the background and um, and get to sleep, hopefully. Hopefully it helps clear your mind a bit and take your mind off of the stuff you're thinking about. Um, And clear your mind. I mean, it it might... the, the, The thing is that I try not to talk about stuff that's too controversial or opinionated, but I am, unfortunately, a human. Um, And as humans, we all have thoughts and opinions. And because this is a completely unscripted podcast, and I will just speak about whatever comes into my head, um, a lot of the time things that come into my head might not be suitable topics to talk about Um, so I do try to keep it neutral um, uh, because the last thing I want you to do is to stop thinking about the worries that are in your mind and to start thinking about the worries that are in my mind Um, but I mean I think usually if you start hearing someone else talking about maybe their worries or things that are getting on their nerves or 
opinions and stuff it's going to it's still going to ease you uh, and help you to relax because you're not you're not your brain isn't swirling anymore you can focus on that one thing and um yeah I mean hopefully it works I don't know I mean please give it a go uh, and see what you think and and then once you've given it a go I mean please get on, go on Twitter and send me a message to at driven to sleep that's two with the number two at driven to sleep um, let me know what you thought obviously this podcast is although there's a there's sort of 20 episodes now this podcast is fairly new really um, and I'm new to podcasts uh, so you know I've, I, I know that I've got a lot to learn and we've got a long way to go but we can we can you know we can do that journey together all of us you can help me to help you um, and I would really like that that would be really good I would really like to be able to help you and then if you can help me then I can better help you and then you know everyone's lives are better in that way you know we can all grow and you guys can sleep and that would be amazing wouldn't it I mean yeah um I'm lost. Where, where was I? Have, to explain, have I explained the podcast? I think I have. Uh, it's, uh, this podcast is completely unfiltered and unedited. So there might be some unwanted noises. Um, you will hear me, unfortunately, yawning uh, a fair amount because apparently either I'm, I'm a very tired person or I don't breathe correctly whilst I'm, I'm speaking. Um, but uh, you know I'm, all I can say to you is that I am with you because I don't sleep well either um, and I, I struggle to get to sleep uh, so I mean kind of why I wanted to do this I feel like I have used other sort of sleep podcasts to help me um, and I found that they really work um, but, but I mean I, I found that one of them worked really well and, and sort of all the others didn't so much and I, I thought I, I could maybe do something on a, of a similar ilk to the one that worked really well for me. Um, I guess to give people more options. Um, I mean, I don't get anything out of this other than it's it's really good for me to talk. Uh, I have explained this in other episodes, but to cut a long story short, um, when I'm not speaking doing and recording my podcast usually when I'm driving and I'm commuting I, I get extraordinarily angry on the road um, and you might
might be surprised because obviously when you're hearing me speak now you're probably thinking oh this guy seems so chilled out well yeah, I'm not always this chilled out and but this podcast keeps me level headed uh, and I kind of see it as a kind of some strange therapy for me so I get that out of him and I don't get any money out of this I just I originally started this off genuinely wanting to try and see if I could help people get to sleep so I mean yeah the fact that I get something out of it is awesome as well obviously um, it's like I was like saying on my, my episode yesterday uh, episode 20 that I mean you'd have to skip quite a lot of it if you want to get to this point but uh, essentially saying that there are no selfless acts because even the the kindest of things that you could do for someone it still is going to make you feel good in some way so not truly selfless uh, and this podcast is no different obviously it's not truly selfless I I actually get a great deal out of it I thought that I would get out of it the, the feeling that I'm helping people um, but obviously I'm getting more out of it than that um, which is awesome uh, and again I mean if you guys can give me feedback and let me know you know, how we can hone this or make it tweak it and make it work better for you guys um, you know if you're like oh every time your indicator goes off it makes me feel like I'm, I'm, I'm wide awake again um, if I know that you know when I know that I'm coming up to a corner um, I can pause recording whilst it's indicating and then I can carry on again you know I could, there are things I can do um, that are fairly easy for me to do that, you know, could if it's going to improve the situation uh, and going to help you guys get to sleep better, then I'm willing to. Uh, I'm willing to. I'm willing to give anything a go. Uh, see how it, how it helps. Um, so usually the, the structure of this show is, um, it's uh, again, it's a, it's, a, it's a simple, I can't speak today, it's a simple structure, um, I'm saying I'm a lot today, aren't I, yeah, never mind, uh, <laughs> straight into it now, usually I, usually I um, do the little intro, uh, which normally isn't as long as that uh, kind of waffled on a bit um, I do the little intro explain the podcast uh, then I talk about the weather usually uh, it tends to be the good it tends to be a good starting point because we all um, I've, I've explained this so many times um, but we all are affected by the weather and it's actually it's actually a pretty big deal in all our lives it can affect your mood, it can affect your sleep and it also so I've uh, I mentioned in a podcast a while ago, I can't remember which one 
but basically saying how um, if you think of a weather type a lot of the time it will bring a memory back into your mind of uh, something that happened and I think the reason for that is that weather is so pivotal in in creating memories you'll remember that time that you were all stuck inside because of the snow or I mean I can remember I think of snow instantly the memory that comes to my head as soon as I said snow the memory that popped into my head was of me and my friend we were in middle school and at that time middle school was a thing um, on the Isle of Wight I must have been in about uh, year where would it have been I think year maybe seven or eight and we we made them you know the massive snowballs that you can make we, you, you, we were on our way home from school and we were rolling you start off with a, a snowball in your hand and you add more snow to it until it gets quite big and then you start rolling it on the floor and it just picks up all the snow as you roll it. And we were just rolling and rolling, and it ended up being, yeah, about a meter diameter snowball, giant snowball. Uh, it got to the point where we couldn't push it anymore, basically. That's the memory that comes into my head. It was awesome. And obviously that was quite a while ago now. But like I said, I mean, weather links to stuff. Uh, so it's good to talk about the weather. It is really good to talk about the weather. It makes it, you guys might, you know, people, people often, um, people often will say that they hate rain and all this stuff. But if you really think about the rain, I bet that some memories of times that weren't so rubbish will come into your mind and start to appreciate the rubbishy weather a little bit uh, so yeah I mean I, I like to talk about the weather it's an easy starting point and it gives me something and it often brings back a memory or a thought or, or something comes into my mind for, for me to talk about for a bit um, and then yeah then once I've spoken about something random for a while I'm usually by that point at work um, I think today because I've been waffling on for ages about all sorts of stuff, I, I will probably be at work before I get a chance to speak about anything. Um, <laughs> and then I, there's a five second interlude, a little, a little bit of music, uh, don't worry it's not, it's not like heavy metal or, or dance music or anything, it's just a little, a little something, it's not, uh, it shouldn't rile you up or, or, or wake you up too much um, then on on the, the second part of the show is, is usually uh, where things get a bit a bit messier uh, I tend to scrabble around a bit for an idea or I'll often speak about things that have happened at work things I've been working on or uh, speak about the weather or I might 
talk about something I saw on telly or just something that's come into my head an idea, a thought, an opinion and uh, yeah, the second part of the show isn't great and I think if anything I mean if you guys have got some feedback for me uh, I'd love some feedback on the second part of the show I, I really need to know what, where I want to go with that if I need to do something different I've tried lots of things in the past I, I, did, I once did an episode I don't know if I kept it or not um, but I once did an episode where I I just narrated I just narrated my drive and I was just saying I'm turning left a little bit here and there's a tree over there I mean if that's the kind of thing you guys want I can give it a go it's, it's not as therapeutic for me as talking about what's on my mind I have to say because I mean it's just speaking about the things that are right in front of me and how many times can you do that on the exact same drive every single day I suppose is what I'm trying to say um, and I really need to stop saying um and I apologise for that too if that's bugging you as much as it's bugging me then I feel you and I will try and do something about it I'm trying to hone my inner negative arm to remove that word from my vocabulary it's an unnecessary filler I could probably just not say a word so that is the the podcast in a nutshell oh that's when I say goodbyes and then it's the end so yeah Tweet me at Driven to Sleep and let me know why you don't understand that. Anyway, we need to get on with this, don't we? I've been waffling for almost 20 minutes. Um, you may already be feeling sleepy by this point, and that's good. Let's carry on with the the flow and the and the sleepy tones. Carry on with the the soothing chatter, soothing chatter, shatter, that just sounds like something that you may have done in your pants, I, yeah, so the weather, um, today is not as cool as it was yesterday, and that's because it was overcast last night, and it is still overcast this morning, we are due to get quite a lot of rain, I think. It's almost... It, the cloud cover is, is quite dense, but it's it's also quite low. So this... I mean, it's not low. It's not like fog on the road kind of thing, but you can see it uh, on, sort of on the higher higher points, you can sort of see it on the, on the tops of trees and stuff, just kind of blurring the edges, you know when it does that thing where it sort of blurs the edges, it's kind of, it's weird, it's, it's almost like, 
know when you get a faded photo? It's kind of what it looks like. It's strange. In fact, it might be a bit lower than you know, I initially said, especially down, down by the river. I think I might have misjudged it. Up, up close, it doesn't seem so low, but I think it might be all the way down. It's just really fine. It's obviously over distance. It, it sort of builds up, doesn't it? You, you're looking at fog from, a, from afar it can look a lot thicker than it does up close but unfortunately uh, oh actually I mean the, the, the fog speaking of fog doesn't invoke a memory but I've already spoken about this one in the past it's it's a uh, it's quite a fun memory. But uh, I've just got to pull over a second. There's an ambulance behind me. I saw people panicking and just pulling over willy-nilly. But the thing I never understand is that when there are perfectly acceptable places to pull over um, that you can, you can see you've got a little bit of time, you need to... You need to look in your mirrors and judge it and go, actually, if I just if I speed up a little bit and then I can just safely move over into this lay-by and I'm not, I'm not just pulling onto the side of the road and getting in the way of the ambulance. I'm not just pulling onto the pavement recklessly and endangering people. So, yeah, the, the, the one story, the one thought of the fog that comes into my mind is is one of driving it was, it was quite funny but I, it, it's a it's a thought I've, I've spoken about in the past I, I, I don't want to rehash too much when I'm when I'm doing this podcast because I don't I do, you know I want to I want to be you I want to be fr- a friend you know, when you've got that, you've got friends. I, I want, I mean, I'm friends with you guys. You, you guys are my friends now, and I'm trying to help you out. And, and you know, we've already discussed how you're going to try and help me out. So we're here for each other. Um, I don't want to be that friend that tells you the same story over and over and over again. We've all got that friend who forgets that they've already told us that story. It's almost as though only five awesome things ever happened in our friends' lives. Uh, So whenever a situation arises, they're reminded of one of those five situations and then they tell us about it as if we've never heard the story before. But I don't want to be that friend. I want to be the friend that gives you something new and, and 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 weird and different and random and sleepy every single time so yeah I mean anyway it's it's a bit foggy it's about 13 degrees outside it's fairly mild it's a weird autumn day uh, and it's gonna rain we'll have to see what what happens with that I, 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 I don't know if I'm the only one but I you know when you get sort of 
flooded patches, like what they call localized flooding, where you like go along the road and then all of a sudden it's like a half a meter deep massive puddle, and then people are trying to get. I kind of enjoy that. I think it's quite quite fun in a weird way. Like, will my car survive this puddle or not? Du, du, du. Um, anyways. Uh, with that thought left in your mind burning deep, I am I'm gonna I'm at work, so I'm, I'm just arriving. Um, so I need to go, but I will be back in five seconds or so, uh, and we will not continue to talk about what I've been talking about because I will forget. So. Yeah, I'll be back in about five seconds. Um, I'll see you in a moment. Okay, I am back. Um, <clears throat> oh, sorry, straight away with the throat clearance. As expected, I can't remember a single thing I was talking about in part one. Um, oh, I've just driven a bast. Driven a bast? I haven't driven past anything, I've driven past something, sorry. Um, I've just driven past a, 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 a boat for sale. Like quite a nice boat, actually. A nice little yacht type thing. Um, you know, I, I often think that I would like to have a boat. But, I mean, it, 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 the thing is, it's quite expensive, isn't it, to uh, like moor it somewhere or whatever. I guess unless you can keep it on your driveway or whatever, but... I've got this weird feeling that there's like a clause in my mortgage agreement or whatever that says I'm not allowed to have anything like a boat or a or a caravan on my driveway, which seems ridiculous, but there you go. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, I'm arming again. That's what I was talking and my ridiculous inability to suppress that thinking word, the silly filler word. I, yeah, I want a boat. I want a boat. I need someone to keep it. I need enough money to buy one. That's that'd be the kind of the main issue, I suppose, isn't it? It's money. It's always money. Um, oh, to live in a world where money was not an issue. I suppose if I, uh, if this was like prehistoric times, or not prehistoric, you know what I mean, like a long time ago, I would either have the skills to build a boat myself or someone I knew would. Like they would build boats and I would, uh, I don't know what I would do. I can't imagine what I would do. Um, I design things now, but I, I, I've done plenty of things, I suppose, in my life that I'm quite well suited to a number of different jobs, I suppose you could say. I was in the army for four years. I was, uh, I'd been a carpenter for a little while. Um, I was. Uh, I started training to be a chef 
So let me do this in chronological order. Should we just work better if I do it in chronological order? Right then. Um, <clears throat> I started off uh, doing carpentry. I did that for about a year, and then I sacked that in because I decided I didn't like being all cold and wet. And working outside, I was too cold. Uh, yeah, I know. I know what you're thinking. Then I, uh, then I went and did hospitality. I went into the hospitality business. Again, I was doing like an apprenticeship type thing. I started off doing chefing. I think I lasted about a week before I decided I didn't like that. Then I went. What did I do after that? I can't remember which. One. Then I went into waiting on. I was just doing general hospitality. So waiting on. I did. I was like working. I worked there for a while, like a year. Maybe a year doing that. I can't really remember now. Maybe not quite a year actually. But I did waiting on, like waiting on, like sort of silver service type thing and wine waiter and then uh and then what did i do wine waiter and then um yeah, yeah and then i then i just i was a waiter in a, a few places I, I i left one place got a job at another place and just did waiting on and i didn't mind that and i, I did a bit of bar work a little bit of bar work when I was doing that, but not a lot. And then I joined the army out of the blue. Um, I just sacked in, I kept sacking course after course and potential job pathway. Just uh, just a really unreliable young man, that's what I was. Joined the army, did that for four years really loved that at first then really hated it after going to Afghanistan um, obviously that's quite a dark subject I'm not going to talk about but let's just say although it was an amazing experience it was also a horrendous experience all at the same time and uh, after going there once I knew straight away that I never ever wanted to go anywhere ever again. So I left the army. Um, and then I came home and I pretty much just applied for everything. Um, I can't remember which order I, I did all these jobs in, but because I, I mean, I applied for so many and I've done so many over the years. But I went back out to Afghanistan but as a civilian because it's obviously a totally different kettle of fish uh, and I, I went out there to do design work um, it was in actually I was in Kandahar so it wasn't even sort of that bad an area obviously it's still not great but yeah you know what I mean if anyone ever has been there um, when I went with the army I went to Helmand province and when I went 
uh, as a civilian I went to Kandahar so it's yeah a totally different kettle of fish then I um, so I went out there on I did a couple of stints out there but sort of in between those I did other jobs I, I did a fair bit of bar work which I actually really enjoyed I really enjoyed bar work I was working at like a park resorts place which was uh yeah, it was, it was a good laugh. I've uh, worked at sort of a number of other com- a number of other companies, sort of warehouse type work and things like that. And then I finally managed to land a job doing um, design work. And uh, yeah, I, I uh, did a little bit of that for a while. And then the company that I was working for, I got, I got there was word on the street they were about to go under so then I I sort of had a chat with a mate who worked somewhere else and then he managed to wangle me a job there and I worked there for maybe four years or maybe a little bit longer and and then when I was working there things started getting a bit patchy and looking a bit sketchy again and I for the company that I was working for I actually worked for a small amount of time for the company I'm at now and then during my time there I said hey you know would you mind you know would you, would you mind would you be up for taking me on full time so yeah I then left uh, my old place and that to, to where I am now and that was about four years ago again almost so so far the longest job that I've ever had is the one before last so probably about four and a half years I think in the end I've never had a job longer than that which I don't think is a very good thing necessarily but I've done a lot of different jobs so I've got quite a lot of different experience so the experience doesn't even sound right when I'm saying that I've, I've, I've had a lot of different experiences I've experienced a lot of different things which way around sounds best I don't know but yeah so if I was it's going back to my original uh, my original thing that's kind of always escaped me words have escaped me um, back in the day if someone could make me a boat what could I do for them? Maybe I would have been a hunter, or uh, maybe I'd have been some kind of a some kind of ancient um, like architect or, or engineer. I don't even know if they would have had them back then. Like, so maybe I could have helped design someone's house or like help them build it or. They, they make me a boat, I'm going to build them an extension on their hut. We'll come up with a really grand design. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure what I could offer. Maybe just friendship. Like, hey, you know, you make me a boat, I'll be your friend. I'll be the best friend you've ever had. I'll be kind to you. We can, we can play Cards Against Humanity. It's a game that hasn't been invented yet, but we can invent that game we can play it. How does that sound? 
I think that would be it. That would be good, wouldn't it? I think that would work well. Yeah. I've just remembered as well that today is a run day. And as you're drifting off to sleep, I'm contemplating the fact that I'm going to go out for a run tonight. And it's probably going to rain. Which I don't, you know, I don't necessarily mind that it's going to rain. I don't mind too much getting wet at the moment because I haven't been running very often. I'm not that fit at the moment. So I, um, yeah, so I, I, I'm only running short runs at the moment just trying to get some kind of level of fitness back just a little bit you know I think uh, it's surprising how quickly you can lose your fitness levels I think it's just reminded me that it's reminded me that so that I was keeping it up really really well and I was doing at least two runs a week and I was keeping it up really well staying fit felt fit in general I could miss a week and then I could easily go back and, and, and you know do another session and the next week do a pretty decent length run and that was fine I, I felt good uh, but it's I've left it long enough now that uh, when I tried to do I did about like a four mile run the other day last week on, on Thursday I did a four mile run and that was hard work and I wasn't even running very fast at all uh, but it was hard work that was hard work and now uh, on Tuesday I went for a run I tend to go for runs Tuesday, Thursday. I went for on Tuesday, and uh, I only I only went for a three mile run. So I managed to I managed to have slightly better pace than I had last week, but it it was still quite hard work considering it was only three miles. And not that long ago, I was running ten miles at sort of a quicker pace even in training so yeah I've got a long way to go yet but I've got time and I can do this I'm going to do this and I'm not going to give in because you know if I enjoy it I, I, I enjoy it and I don't enjoy it all at the same time but I, I mean I, when I'm into it when I'm fit and I'm feeling fit I enjoy it more definitely because it just starts to become not not something that's really difficult I mean if I wanted to really push myself then I could make it difficult but at the moment even to just do it is difficult which I'm not enjoying I don't like that I've always been quite a fit person so I suppose the fact that the three mile run is is really really hard at the moment I'm not enjoying that 
and I'm and I'm and I'm trying not to do too many hills at the moment as well because there's quite a few hills around my house that I you know when, when I'm training and normally when I'm sort of going for it I like to put hills in there they're horrible whilst you're running them and even for a little while afterwards obviously you feel just absolutely shattered because obviously hills are hard work and there's a few nice steep ones right near my house so I used to just throw them in I, I would make sure that they were in my run and doing hill work is, is really good for your fitness obviously really good for your strength and stuff so it definitely helps to improve just when the pubs are kicking out is when I tended to go running so I'd always come across people that were a bit worse for wear um, and obviously the, no offence to, to anyone that drinks I, I, whenever I drink I'm the same but drunk people are like the worst kind of people um, because they don't mind just hollering at you whatever they want to holler at you sort of thing so sort of a bit less fun you, they're a bit unpredictable you never know what a drunk person might say or do and when I'm just sort of running around just minding my own business uh, the last thing I need to do is come across a group of 
rowdy drunk people. Luckily, uh, I I didn't meet too many on the odd occasion. Um, I think one one time I, I nearly collided with one because there were a group of them, and, and as I was coming up the road, I, I think they saw me coming and thought it'd be funny to try and walk in front of me. But obviously, being sober and moving quite quickly, I was agile enough to kind of bounce around them and then uh, carry on my way without causing a huge crash incident. So, anyway, I think because I've got to pop to the shop, or do I? Actually, no, I'm going to go to pop to a different shop I am I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait there, there's a there, I have a, a few options of shop you see this might make no sense to people listening in other countries if you're listening in America or wherever you're listening um, I've noticed there's a few people listening from different countries so it's quite interesting and if you're still awake at this time I mean we're quite late in now we're into the depths of the night and you're asleep feeling sleepy um, the, the first shop on my route home that I could go to is a Morrison's uh, it's a nice big Morrison's and that's the one I tend to go to most often has the most stuff but right next to my house is a Lidl or Lidl whatever you want to however you would like to pronounce uh, Lidl's name but they, they, they're not too bad. Actually, no, the next one isn't Lidl, it's Aldi. There's an Aldi, which is at the end of the road, sort of the main road near where I live, and then you've got a Lidl right near where I live. So it's quite good, it's quite handy. I can go to any of these shops and get things. But I think Lidl is the one today. But I am going to start saying my goodbyes, because I am nearly home. So, if you're if you're still with me and you're still awake, I'm, I'm very sorry that I couldn't help get you to sleep. I hope you've had an interesting time listening or not listening to me chatting away a load of rubbish. I hope you're feeling sleepy and maybe you drift off in a minute. Maybe you need to just listen to like another episode and just help that. Uh, that will hopefully tip you over the edge. If this hasn't worked for you, I apologise. Please send me a tweet on Twitter. Tweet on Twitter, yep. At Driven to Sleep. At Driven to Sleep. The number two. And uh, just let me know how you're feeling and, and let me know what's going on. And uh, it'd, be, it'd be good to hear from you, anyone. If you are asleep, if this works and you're asleep, then can't hear me but I'm very happy I'm glad that you're asleep and I'm glad it's worth you now and I hope that this means that you'll come back and listen to another episode uh, so anyway with, with all that said I, uh, I wish you all a very good night thank you all and I will speak to you again soon goodbye